Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right. Today we have Kim Becker with Hello Gorgeous. Kim, thank you again so much for for joining me. I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just throw it to you and let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about what you do through Hello Gorgeous. Um, Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I, as I said to you off air, I'm excited anytime I get the opportunity to share my story. So I appreciate the opportunity to be able to share this with your listeners. So thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. So um, yes, Hello Gorgeous is a nonprofit organization. Um, Our goal is to restore the beauty that cancer steals. The ultimate goal is to make sure that women with cancer can smile when they look in the mirror. So what I said, it's the doctor's job to treat her cancer, but it's my job to make sure that she looks really good while she's going through it. And you find that you just don't know what you don't know. So women that are diagnosed with cancer don't understand the effects of her cancer treatment, and they don't know how to counteract those effects of the cancer treatment. Um, If they lose their hair, if their eyebrows fall out, if they lose their eyelashes, you know, all of those things that make us feel girly, cancer and cancer treatment can take away. We want to show these women how to replace those again to ultimately let her smile when she looks in the mirror. Oh my goodness. I love that. To take this endeavor on to, to make this your business, right? There's gotta be some underlying important passion to why you do what you do. Can you, do you, do you know your why? What is your why? How do you verbalize that to people who want to work with you? Um, You know, it's so, so can I back it up and tell you the story? Absolutely. And then the why kind of comes out of that. Okay. Yes. So um, I was a hairdresser um, for 30 years. When I got out of beauty school, I actually went to beauty school to go to law school. I know it doesn't make any sense, but um, I wanted to be an attorney. And back when I went to school, there was no 529 plan or college savings funds or anything mm-hmm. like that. And so my parents were like, look, if you want to go to college and go to law school, you're on your own. So I started working at a um, tanning hair salon and the girls were like, oh my gosh, you should go to beauty school and actually get your hairdresser's license because then while you're in in college, you could be cutting hair of everybody on the dorm floor. And then that's how you could pay through, you know, for law school. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. So I went to beauty school and never made it to law school. So I loved, loved, loved cutting hair. I love the interaction with the clients. My dream was always to open a salon. And uh, my late husband knew that that was my dream. And so we would talk about the salon all the time. And he would say to me, I have the perfect name for the salon. We should call it Hello Gorgeous. And I said, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard. I said, we're not going to call it Hello Gorgeous. He said, no, no, it'll be great because every time you answer the phone, you get to say, Hello Gorgeous. And it'll make people smile on the other end. I said, it's stupid. We're not doing it. I had traveled for a natural nail care company had visited a salon in Southern Illinois and it had a very French flair to it. Um, and they served like champagne and cheesecake to all of their clients. And the name of the salon was Chavu. And I'm like, I know that when I open a salon, that's the name of the salon. It's so your idea sucks because this is what we're doing. And so we did. So we opened a salon and it was called Chavu Professional Hair Design. Owned it for 10 years. We went from two stations in a thousand square feet 
to 17 station and 3000 square feet. Wow. And we had massage therapists and receptionists and the whole nine yards. And I loved it. You talk about the afternoon buzz, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, all the chairs were filled. Yeah. There was just such an energy there. It was there. It was amazing, but there was something that was missing and I didn't know what it was. And so every year after the new year, we would actually remodel the salon and that didn't fill that void. And then when we moved, I thought we needed it bigger. That didn't fill that void. Then I started working on me. So I started training in all these places like Hair Color USA in Miami. And I went to the um, uh, Pivot Point in Chicago. And I actually went to Vidal Sassoon in London and I trained there. Uh -huh. And I thought that's got to be it. That, But nothing filled that void. And so Mike and I were on a, a road trip back from Indianapolis, about three hours south of our, our home. And I was talking to him about that. You know, I, I know there's something more that's out there. I know there's something more we should be doing. I, I just know there's more, but I didn't know what it was. And all of a sudden it fell on my heart. And I looked at him and I said, I know what we need to do. I said, we need to have a mobile day spa that caters to cancer patients. We need to have this beautiful, elegant palace on wheels that will pull up just a few feet from her home and make her feel like a queen for a day during a time where she doesn't feel very special. Now, if any of your listeners are business owners, you know, people have a misconceived notion about people that own businesses. Mm -hmm. And so they think that you own your own business and you take that $5,000 that you make in the day and you put it in your pocket and you live this very lavish lifestyle. And that can't be further from the truth. Right. For us, every time we got a little money set back, the furnace would go out or the water heater would stop working. Mm -hmm. You know, there was something that happened. So I'm pitching this idea to Mike the whole time. And he is like all in, he's like, whatever, just to get me out of the salon until I looked at him and I said, you know what, we're going to do this for free. <laughs> and I watched all the color run out of his face. And he said, how are we going to do this? And I said, I don't know. I just know this is what we're supposed to do. So him being the supportive husband that he was, he stopped at a books a million in uh, Kokomo, Indiana and bought me every book he could find free money for women, grant writing for dummies, oh, wow. grant writing for women, all the things that get back in the car. We keep moving. And I love being able to talk to him in the car because he couldn't escape. So I kept rolling this out and telling him, I thought this is what we were supposed to do. You know, all the things. And he just didn't want to, I saw his ears slam shut. He just, he couldn't figure out how we could do this. So our son was three years old at the time. And um, he was asleep in the backseat of the car. We got about 30 minutes from home and Seth woke up from his nap. And so we decided to get out of the car and let him run around a little bit. And we were getting ready to walk into this play area. And as we were walking in there, now 10 years had lapsed from the time we opened the salon to this moment right here. And we were walking into this McDonald's player and I grabbed a hold of Mike's arm and I said, you know what, Mike, this is supposed to be called Hello Gorgeous. I said, the salon was never meant to be called Hello Gorgeous. This is supposed to be called Hello Gorgeous because that's how these women deserve to be greeted. Yes. So for about the first six months or so, he didn't want anything to do with it at all. And I, I you know, every time I'd bring the subject up, he'd change the subject. And I would say to him, you know, so for me, this is a calling. This, I truly believe this is something that God said, would you do this? And I said, okay, because there's no way, you know, I truly believe that God equips the called. He doesn't call the equipped. Oh, I love that quote. So yes. I am a I am a hairdresser. My late husband graduated from Purdue University with a degree in pre-Columbian archaeology. Okay. God should have chosen two marketing majors from Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Not a hairdresser and an archaeologist, but that's why the story is so amazing. And so um he after about six months, you know, then he he decided I wasn't gonna let it go. And so he was all in. And I have to tell you that this was his life's mission. 
he absolutely positively loved Hello Gorgeous. He he was sick for about 20 years. You couldn't tell by looking at him. But every time he'd be hospitalized and he himself would be in the hospital bed, he always answered the phone. Hello, gorgeous. This is Mike. How can I help you? No. And he just the women and the the makeovers and the 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 transformations that we saw, that's my why. And and we, you know, we lived, eat, and breathed Hello Gorgeous to the point where when he passed away and I designed his headstone, I actually put the Hello Gorgeous logo on his headstone because I wanted people in a place where they don't normally smile to uh. still read those words and smile because that's what he always wanted. Uh. So it's those. And I remember like in the beginning when I first thought about this, I'm like, really, God, you, this is what you gave me? Like, you know, I'm so sorry you have cancer. Let me paint your fingernails. It is so much more than that. Yeah. It is so, I mean, the, these, I'm telling you what I have said is that I think everybody has a light inside of them. And that when someone hears the word, you have cancer, that light turns off. Mm. And all of a sudden through the Hello Gorgeous program and the makeovers that we're able to do, that light gets flipped back on. And I watch it happen every single time. And it's something that happens from the inside out. It's not the makeover. It's not the makeup. It's not the wig. There's something that comes alive inside of her. And all of a sudden that light beams bright again. That's my why. That's my why. I love that. That's my why. And that's been your why for a long time, right? Whether it's cancer patients or the men and women behind the chair for that's years. Right. That's right. And, and, but you were, right, I talk about a lot, the vehicle of your why. So for many years, your vehicle was hair and it was fulfilling because you were lighting people up. Yes. But there was this depth, this other vehicle that had yet to come to life. And this other vehicle happened to come in the form of a real vehicle. <laughs> uh, <really laughs> That's right. Women to, to light them up. That's right. That's I love right. it. What I love about that too is, you know, a why... The vehicle can change, but your why, that depth, um, I talk, I joke a lot about, you know, this pizza company and their why is to serve people. And if pizza were banned, that's okay because their why is to serve people, not to serve pizza. That's right. And, right. And so your why to light people up, you have so much depth with, with the vehicles you can go with. I just love that. That's right. That's, that's awesome. Well, and you know, and for a long time too, you know, I didn't understand, you know, once after I had received this call on my life, I still had to work in the salon. And I remember saying to God all the time, why, why am I still here? Why did I have to go through this? Why did I have to open the salon? Why was that a part of it? Why couldn't I have done this? But you know, what was really great was I, I got it. And you know, if we wait long enough, the answer is revealed. You ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers. Yeah. And so we did get the mobile day spa. Um, and we were able to do it, but there's no way that just with one mobile day spa that we could actually get to all the women that needed to be served. So we actually created a salon affiliate program where we went in and trained salons how to create the Hello Gorgeous experience because we learned that I learned that I was not taught how to care for a woman battling cancer while I was in beauty school. Right. And there are a lot of doctors and nurses that tell these women don't have a pedicure, don't have a manicure, manicure don't get a facial. That's what these women need to feel pampered. Mm -hmm. So I delved into that. Why are you telling these women that they shouldn't have this done? And it came down to safety, that they weren't sure that they could keep them safe, that there weren't any protocols right. in place 
to really take into consideration her compromised immune system. So I developed that program. And so what happened was I developed a program then that I could go in and take to salons to be able to say, look, here's what we've got. I'm going to train you. And in exchange, I want you to commit to doing one makeover a month on women battling cancer in your community. So now you become the face of Hello Gorgeous. You get to make that impact. And what was really cool was I got to watch them feel the same way that I got to feel uh, when we did these makeovers. But when I circled back around, that's why I had to own the salon because I developed a program that was appealing to a salon owner because I knew what the salon owners needed because oh, I yeah. walked in their shoes. I was able to say I was there. I created a program that if somebody came into me as a salon owner and said, would you be willing to participate in this? Yeah, I would. So it was wonderful. And then to be able to go in and have the credibility to say, yep, I know what you're going through. Yep, I understand the staffing challenges. Yep, I understand the whole retail thing. I get all of that because I was there too. It made all the difference in the world. Yeah, there. it'd be one thing if you didn't have that experience and you're saying, hey, do this free thing, right? You're a business, just start doing this free thing for these very important women. Okay, well, that sounds fine and dandy, but you don't know what I have to do, but you do, right? I so do. I love how how much they trusted you in in that. And the fact that you are able to have the introspection to be able to look at this was why I was here for this period of time to get me to not just start Hello Gorgeous, but to let Hello Gorgeous have bigger wings and to have that wildfire spread. So how, how does Hello Gorgeous work most now as far as like, um, are you still doing the mobile in your own town? Are you, do you, how many salons do you have working through Hello Gorgeous? I, I just kind of want to know the scope of where you're at now. So um, before COVID, things are different now. Um, you know, before COVID, we had 33 affiliates in 15 states. Wow. And those affiliates were doing makeovers once a month. My goal is to actually put two salons, two affiliate salons in every city of the United States. Now, there are 19,355 cities in the United States. So that's about 40,000 affiliates. But I thought we would be able to help a half a million women a year if each one of those affiliates did one makeover a month. That's what I want to be able to do. So we were cooking with gas. Our, we, our program, the affiliate program, has been in existence for 12 years. And so we've had many successes with that. But as everybody experienced, COVID came and yeah. then it shut things down and yeah. the, the salon stopped working. And then there was all the fear that surrounded COVID. And now you're dealing with a woman with a compromised immune system. And what are you exposing her to? Yeah. So just now in the last couple of months, some of our affiliates have started to come around. However, we've lost several affiliates because they're doing, they change the way they do business. Yeah. You know, some of the things that we used to do, we can't do anymore. And so they had to work more on their business. And this was just kind of an, um, a byproduct of it. And they, they just didn't have the time. So we're in a rebuilding process. However, for us, what came out of COVID was what I realized. And that was just because we were in the middle of pandemic didn't mean that cancer went away. Right. It took a back seat but there were still women in the middle of the pandemic being diagnosed with cancer. Absolutely. So we had to find a way to continue to serve them. So we worked with a group. And again, just to be clear, had COVID not happened, I would have never, ever, ever agreed to this ever. If you ever meet me in person, the first thing I'm going to do is give you a big hug. Cause that's who I am. I'm all about the in-person. I got to wrap my arms around you. You know, all <laughs> those things. 
And so if somebody would have come to me with a virtual option for Hello Gorgeous, I would have said, absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. So we worked with a group of kids from the University of Notre Dame and I was working on an online membership. And I said, you know, I want to make this as much of an experience for the women as what our in-person makeovers are. And they planted a seed and we started doing virtual makeovers in the middle of COVID. Oh, so wow. it was now instead of the, us doing it for her, we actually sent her a box of product that was valued oh. at about $450, I think. And then I created a tutorial, a how-to video. Here's everything that's in the box. And this is how you use it. This is how you draw your eyebrows on. This is how you counteract the effects of the steroids. This is how you take care of your nails. This is the right way to put your wig on. This is how you shampoo your wig. All of those things. And she could do it in the comfort of her own home. Oh, and, and so because of that, we were able, we just added another layer to Hello Gorgeous. Yeah. So again, had you come to me when everything was in full swing? I said, absolutely not. But when that's the only option, you do what you have to do. And a couple of months ago, we were able to send um, a virtual makeover box to Hawaii or no, Canada and Alaska. And I don't have, you know, I don't have affiliates in those states and in that country. So we were still able to help women, even though we didn't have a physical presence there. That's what made it all worthwhile. Well, and what about, what about, like, if we were to find our blessing in what we've all gone through with that, with, with the pandemic, to, for you to be able to establish this whole program, it would have been hard if both were running at the same time. Very but true. This forced pause of this other in-person element of your business gave you the, the bandwidth even to allow that to set aside, right? Because you would never, you would, if it was still running, you'd be like, nope, I got to get more affiliates. Nope, we got to get, right? But the bandwidth right. availability to create this, and now that things are getting a little bit more normalized, cross our fingers. Yes. <laughs> Let's keep it. Um, yes. Now you can get them both running and, and imagine that wildfire spread that you're going to keep having. Yes. And, and you are exactly right. And I would say that several times. So my younger sister, there's 12 years difference between the two of us. She's my director of operations. And when we were trying to figure out like how to do the virtual makeover program, I'd said to her several times, I'm so glad the affiliate program isn't up and running right now because mm -hmm. there's a lot to that. You know, you're packing yeah. boxes, you're shipping stuff, you know, all the things. And there's, I don't know that we could have, because right now there's just a couple of us in the office. I'm not sure that we could have been able to handle all of that, but you're exactly right. Because one was on pause, mm -hmm. we were able to do that. Now they can run parallel to each other. And we've got more options to be able to help women with cancer. Just to give you an idea, I just did some study um, and looked up statistics. In 2021, 920,000 women in the United States were diagnosed with cancer. Wow. And that didn't include the women that were diagnosed before they continue to go through treatment. Now, no in the UK, yes, yes. Now, in the UK, they're actually preparing for a large onset of late stage cancer diagnosis Oh, because of COVID. Because people either couldn't get treatment or they put things off. So things that could have been caught in the early, early stages and treated. Yes. And so I don't know if those numbers are like reflecting that. All I know is, is cancer is not going away. So right. I've already made up my mind. I'll never retire. I will. I will never retire. I will do this until I cannot do this anymore because I need to make sure that these women have the resources that they need. I love that. And when I think about there's not just businesses, brands, 
just for for all but there's a lot of uh corporations organizations businesses that do offer cancer support right how and the ones that really stand out and that really thrive are the ones that do lead with passion and lead with their why um how have you put your why and this story and your passion at the forefront of your branding and your marketing so that people recognize your point of difference like how have you done that so well to have grown to the point that you're at now and to continue to grow you know i think it's just that you put yourself out there you know and and what i had to come up with you know people deal with they we we self sabotage right we we don't have the confidence it's all those things when you start to realize that it's not about you that's when all of that can go to the forefront because it's not about me it's yeah. about me telling my story but the the more that i tell my story the more women i get to help right so what i keep in the forefront are the women that need the help that i have so going to hair shows and being able to talk to salon owners and stylists and manufacturers and distributors and you know having that courage to be able to step up and say this is who i am and this is what i do and i need your help that has been the hardest thing for me right i come to this at a different point because I owned a business in the profit sector and then I sold it and started a business in the nonprofit sector. Right. And so all I have is my story to sell. In the beginning, it when I had the salon and I owned the salon, if money got a little tight, I could run a retail sale. And right. I could say, Kim's in a bad mood, all the retail's 20% off to you know <laughs> really move the product. I could do an extra haircut. I could take right. a couple extra highlights, you know, throw some extra highlights in. I could do those things. In the nonprofit world, I can't reach into your pockets and make you give me money. Right. So I have to figure out somehow to touch, move, and inspire you to take action. Mm -hmm. And all I have to sell is my story and the story of the women that I get to serve. And so keeping that in the forefront, I think that when you see that and when you see the faces, you know, what I miss most about not having the affiliate program are all the before and after pictures. That's my juice. Yeah. When you see that transformation of this woman that walked in and she looked sickly and, you know, had a bag in case she was going to throw up and you see that two and a half hours later and her shoulders are back and the smile goes from ear to ear and she's walking in front of the salon as if she was on a catwalk walk in New York City. That's my why. That's the fuel. That's what keeps everything in the forefront, because every single woman with cancer deserves to feel that way right there. I love that. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. My audience that's listening and they're touched, they're moved, they want to support, they want to, you know, learn more about you. What what can they, what sort of offers or what sort of uh, actions can they take to be a part of Hello Gorgeous? Well, um, so we've got several things. We've got a, our website is awesome. We've got this great webmaster who just takes really good care of us. So the website is hellogorgeous.org. Um, and we actually have, there's a page that's free resources. So anybody that you know that's battling cancer, if you direct them there, there's all kinds of tutorial videos, there's blogs. I have a podcast as well. So there's episodes of the podcast that are on there. So that's a great place to start. Um, we actually have a free, like a freebie. And so what I love to be able to do is when I talk to women battling cancer and I find out where they're at in their journey, I always ask them the same question. And that is, what's the one thing that you know now that you wished you would have known at the beginning of your journey? 
And I took those 12 things and created a video about the 12 things that you really need to know before you start your cancer journey. Uh, and so if they go to hello, gorgeous backslash free, then they'll be able to get that, that video um, and then watch it or, you know, pass it on to whoever would need it. You know, and the last thing that we need is just financial support. Um, I want to be able to give all of these things away for free. Mm -hmm. I, these women have paid enough. And so either they, we get to give it away for free or a really reduced rate. And so the only way that I can keep doing what I'm doing is for other people to help and fund the mission so that I can continue to get to. My goal would be to get to all of those 900,000 women that I've been able to touch them in some way. And the, they don't know what they don't know. And yeah. so I can't help the women that don't know I exist. Right. And so the more money that we have coming in, I, I went to a mastermind group once um, and there were a couple of guys there that were amazing. They gave up their career in oil to do wreaths and it was awesome. And they're like, they're making seven figures right now. And they said, it's not about the money. It's just easier when you have the money. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, that's what I need to be able to do. I want to make it easier on all these women that are battling cancer. And I can't do that without financial support. And so on our website, there's a big thing with a donate button. And okay. I would love to be able to have their support. Perfect. Well, I'll make sure in the show notes, if you're watching or listening, that we have Hello Gorgeous's website. So you guys can go and click that. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story and just simply doing what you do. I, I, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. And as I said, I'm grateful to be able to share my mission with anybody who will listen. So thank you. <laughs> Likewise. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you and we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.